When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jag sitter här i lobbyn på Bankhotell tillsammans med EATAs chef i Europa. Och vi ska prata om flygets utveckling men förstås förstås först om coronaviruset och hur det drabbar resindustrin och speciellt flygindustrin. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, could you start by saying short who you are and what you do? Well, my name is Rafael Schwarzman. I am uh, the vice president for IATA in the European region, um, uh, which uh, in Europe uh, we talk about continental Europe plus Russia. Uh, uh, Russian CIS countries plus Israel as well. So it's a very large region where we um, uh, look at different areas like uh, it could be safety and flight operations area, it could be um, security, airport related matters um, and obviously um, our financial sector, uh, meaning the the settlement part as well as um, the Uh, big, uh, let's say, uh, coverage that we do all over uh, uh, advocating for the industry. So my main role actually is to, to manage the region as well as to advocate on behalf of this industry. You're based in Madrid and you have, it's about 400 people working for you in Madrid, am I correct? Well, I'm based in Madrid. Madrid is, uh, has become one of the largest IATA offices in the world. I think it's one of the three largest with uh, uh, close to 400 people. And then we have offices uh, in uh, different countries, like, uh, like here in Stockholm. We have our own office here as well with a team to, to be managing and dealing with uh, the more uh, uh, closer to the customer uh, issues. So uh, <clears throat> today we speak about the coronavirus and how it affects the industry. Uh, what's the latest report today? It's Thursday and uh, uh, Flybe has just gone bankrupt in, uh, in uh, Great Britain. Uh, what's, uh, what do you think is going on? Well, on, on one side, the coronavirus, uh, as uh, most of us are, um, you know, listening to the news every, every day, is uh, uh, on one side growing very fast outside of China, meaning China is uh, still the biggest region, but uh, it's not necessarily growing as fast. That's, that's what we know, as well as that uh, in the rest of the world is worrying, war growing very fast. Um, in Europe especially, it's very concerning, obviously, because we are a, a very large part of that uh, situation that is affecting the airlines tremendously. Um, uh, you know, you, you, you refer to the case of, of Flybe. I would say, well, Flybe was in a delicate situation before the coronavirus. So I would say uh, the coronavirus was just, uh, you know, the, the tip of the... Uh, that, that, yeah, exactly. So, so it, it actually, um, uh, it caused the, what something, something was already in delicate situation. So, but, but in the rest of the industry, the concern is extremely high. Some, you know, extreme measures, as you have seen in the news. Um, many of the airlines uh, are parking aircrafts, right? Because there are no passengers. Right? I mean, it's not that they want to stop flying. It's that there, are no, there is no demand. Demand has just dropped. Right, so you have, uh, I think, yesterday the example of Lufthansa that is parking 150 aircrafts. 150—that's uh, that's a fairly large number, I would say. Um, 
And you have certain sectors that have uh, seen drop in demand, you know, going over 100%, right? So you have uh, routes where people are not only dropping demand, but you also see uh, many flights with over 50 or 60% of no-show passengers, meaning passengers that have actually pay, don't even go to the airport. So situation is, is quite critical now. It's evolving very fast as well. We didn't expect this to to be as, as, as critical as it is today. And I guess it's a, uh, still a moment of uncertainty, right? We still don't have enough clarity how much more this is going to uh, go. I mean, um, so everybody's taking... Um, extraordinary actions uh, also you know airlines are um, offering uh, you know or asking employees for unpaid leave um, many of them are taking pay cuts uh, etc so so you can imagine this is extreme uh, situation not only for the airlines obviously we're talking about airlines today but this is impacting uh, when we talk about airlines airlines are a key element in terms of either tourism business and, 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 and trade in general, right? So I think this is... A what do you think the authorities could do, EU, for example, or governments here in Sweden? What should they do for making it easier for the business? Well, I think authorities, uh, uh, not only in Sweden, but the, the, first, thing, the first thing is that um, one of the things that airlines have requested urgently is uh, for... Um, the European Commission to relax the um, slot regulation, uh, uh, which is the 80-20 rule, they call it, uh, meaning they have to fly 80% of the time on a route to not to lose those uh, slots they have. But, you know, it is not um, um, efficient or not, not in economic terms, but also in environmental terms to fly airplanes that are empty. Right, just to keep a ride, right? So one of the major things in this extreme condition is for, for this to be granted so the airlines can adjust immediately um, and not cause unnecessary economic damage as well as environmental, okay? Um, and obviously the request is until the summer because the drop in, in demand is not only today, right? I mean, people are delaying or not uh, buying tickets or not planning vacation because they don't know the end of this, right? So this is an urgent thing. Another, another important thing is um, to look at any potential um, airports are suffering as well. So any potential airport fees that can also be reduced at this moment will also help. Um, I think this is, this is uh, I don't think airlines are, are asking for um, uh, subsidies or anything like that. It's just an extreme condition like uh, like nothing you know we've seen probably before so um, to make sure that we don't create uh, in many cases permanent damage in some of the organizations right because not everybody is um, in a, in a situation that can afford to have this for a long time right and you have seen so, so, <coughs> so your your plan is so you're, you're looking uh, until summer so this crisis will be at least until summer that's what you thought well, the, the, in the in the slot, when I mention the slot, is because of the planning and the trend that we see on the bookings, right? I mean, we we expect in our case we were expecting this not to last that long. Today, as I said before, high uh, high levels of uncertainty uh, on one side, and what we are seeing on the trends on the uh, booking side and intention to fly or planning, you know, that's causing us uh, already, uh, 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 very concerned. You know, we're very concerned, but at the same time, you know, you can imagine it's not very easy to plan and put in place these schedules uh, for the summer. And, and by the way, that that actually, the the summer uh, season for, uh, in in terms of those uh, flying plans starts actually uh, after the end of uh, March. 
So if you look at uh, China and Asia and how the development has been there, what can you see is going to happen here in, the, in Europe? Well, um, we, we are also seeing uh, uh, different measures being taken by, by different governments. We've just seen the Italian uh, government suspending schools and uh, universities. Uh, we have seen an extreme case in Israel, for example, where they have... Uh, uh, basically limited the inflow from certain European countries uh, of, of people or either quarantines. Um, so at this at this moment, I think uh, this these already are is there's these are signals that we are um, in a situation where maybe some extreme decisions or actions will be taken. Especially, you have also seen clearly some of the major events being cancelled all around the world, right? I mean, uh, you know, you have the Geneva Auto Show, but you also have the ITB, which is one of the largest trade, um, uh, travel trade uh, events in the world, right? So these are, these are major signals. IATA also has uh, had to, you know, cancel uh, one major event next week. Uh, that was the World Cargo Symposium. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's a major one for the, the cargo world, I would say. Um, and those are just some signals of, of what's still to come, probably because we are not, uh, let's say, we are not, we have not seen the 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 the, the stabilization of this situation, right? It's still in a growing process, right? So, uh, and uh, when you look at, uh, but uh, what's happening in Asia and China? What can you see there? Uh, has there been a stabilization there that's, that will come here? And at what level is that? Uh, do, do you think? But I think, uh, I mean, we are working very closely. I mean, I, I cannot necessarily compare with, uh, with, with China and Asia. And, and you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the airline side or the, the, the air transport side. Um, but we are working very closely with authorities, meaning the World Health Organization, the CDC in the U.S., every local government, ministries of health and everything. Um, airlines have taken the measures in terms of uh, all the necessary precautions to be taken to maintain all the links in a safe way. So in, 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 in terms of the airline industry, we are, we are taking all the necessary measures, uh, including obviously necessary cancellations of flights, if, 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 if that be the case. Um, we also have a challenge in terms of uh, coping with the, um, let's say, information that is required sometimes when you are detecting issues, but that's also being worked with different authorities. So we are actually working very, very close and following all the best recommendations as well as um, uh, training people and, and, and making sure that we do our part in, in, the, in this crisis uh, situation. Um, how is it going to be compared or how is it going to evolve compared to, to China? Well, um, you know, China has taken some very radical measures to, to contain it. Um, will that be necessary in the case of Europe? Um, we don't necessarily know at this stage, right? Is there something else that you can say about Corona now that I, uh, that you haven't said? Uh, something else you think about? Well, one, one, I think uh, on the, on, um, I mean, this is uh, the airline industry is a very resilient industry, right? So we are uh, tackling this head on. I mean, we are we are working. In, in, in many areas with, with, with different stakeholders, uh, be it airport, be it authorities, be it um, the European Commission, uh, and obviously taking care of the passengers. Um, I believe we all have to um, work together very closely on this. This is obviously an extreme condition, 
but at the same time, it's going to pass, right? It's not, it's not that it's not going to pass, but we need to be together on this. And that's what I was mentioning, some quick actions that need to be taken to make sure that we're able to go through this with, with not, uh, uh, you know, uh, let's say collateral damage more than the health condition that it's already quite concerning for all of us, right? So I think that's, that's the, the main concern we have is making sure that we are able to uh, come out of this uh, in a, in a good way, right? And and that's what we're working for. So, but we believe it's going to be at one point over, right? Okay. If we look in the bigger perspective and don't talk about the coronavirus, uh, what do you think will happen in the air industry, the flight flight industry, on a longer perspe- perspective, in a five year, ten year perspective? What do you think? What's 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 ahead of us? Well, aviation has has. Uh, Develop quite uh, strongly in the European region, especially. I mean, we have. Uh, I always keep saying this. We have, and we might take it for granted, but in Europe we have one of the best connected regions in the world. So the model that was developed in Europe is is quite quite good. Um, obviously, it's a very competitive industry. Very competitive. I mean, you see the um, um, airlines going, you know, uh, out of business, like you just mentioned today with the case of Flybe. Um, so it's a, it's a very competitive industry, which is good because at the at the end it, it does mean that that the passenger or the customer will get uh, more options, right, or or better options. So in that sense, I I foresee still a very healthy and competitive industry looking forward. Um, at the same time, we have a very important challenge, with this, which is the, the sustainability challenge. And I think the industry has taken a very responsible uh, approach to it, uh, having some, uh, well, the first targets uh, as an industry uh, 10 years ago already, which, uh, you know, to reducing carbon emissions. Um, and we are working w- within the industry uh, and, and with authorities as well on how to do this responsibly uh, moving forward and making sure that it doesn't have a negative impact on, on our uh, society and our economies, right? Because aviation is a critical link uh, for, for the development of, of our, our economies and our societies in general. So I, I, we, we, we do have a very, I mean, optimistic future, very challenging at the same time, you know, how to develop the new technologies and how to get the right support to develop those new technologies to, trans, to, to transform this industry in a fully sustainable industry, right? That's, I think, the biggest uh, challenge. We embrace that uh, the same way as the manufacturers are doing it, the same way as the airports are doing. I think this is a very strong collaborative effort. I would say, um, I would ask, I would say, the, the, the governments to, 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 to support us as well, because this is not, as we can imagine, it's not an easy transition. How do you, I mean, aviation defines gravity. It's not easy to find an alternative uh, way, an easy alternative way to define gravity, right? But we still need those links, right? So, again, very positive about the, the, the next five or ten years as well. Huh? Thank you very, very much for your time. Well, thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.